The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory On the first day of the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city and a man will meet you carrying a jar of water. Follow him. Whenever he enters, said to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is my guest room where, I'm, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Make the preparation for us there. The disciples then went off and entered into the city and found it just as he had told them, and they had prepared the Passover. While they were eating, he took bread and said the blessing, broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it, this is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many, Amen, I say to you, I shall not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the mountain of olives. The Gospel of the Lord. Take it, this is my body. God from the beginning has manifested himself in ways that are sensible to us, ways that we can without a doubt know that God is present. From the very beginning, he spoke through the prophets to the point that the prophet's voice was God's voice. Some time passed and after that, after making the covenant with Moses, God spoke through the law, and the people of God knew exactly what to do and not what to do in order to please God. And yet again, as we heard in the first reading, when a person didn't follow the law, there was a very visible way to manifest one's forgiveness to God and sense of thanksgiving to God. The reparation is what we heard in the first reading the sacrifice an animal to God, and part of the blood was to be sprinkled on the person as a visible sign of one's reparation to a right relationship with God. Just imagine if we did this as part as we celebrate the Eucharist. We will have to literally slaughter many animals and then go around sprinkling everyone with blood it's a little bit grotesque. However, in Israel, many animals were sacrificed and were offered in one place. A large amount of animals were sacrificed daily for many difference, for many reasons. For example, for a blessing. Or if you have a good time, you sacrifice an animal. Or for one sense. Or for getting angry 
and you name it. The list goes on and on and on and on. And animals were sacrificed. Until God wanted it to manifest His love and care for us in more intimate way. And then He said, He spoke the words. He said, Take it. This is my body. And then the many animal sacrifices in one place became one and the same sacrifice offered every place under the sun. After those words were spoken, take it, this is my blood. These words have been making their way to the four corners of the earth. And as the words of consecrations have danced around from century to century, changing people across the timeline of human history, here we are for the first years of Christianity. What made those men and women give their lives? To be ripped apart by lions, to be crucified in the most embarrassed way possible, to be beheaded, boiled, and set on fire in front of people. Take it. This is my body. These same words were what made hundreds and hundreds of martyrs to die instead of making a statement against what they believe in God. Here we are now in the medieval times, as many people haven't had heard those very same words that made the first Christians die for. And so it made it its way in the vast land of Europe, where monks were sent with missions to proclaim those same words. As the dark medieval times were, many people were suffering from the Black Plague. Those people, however, were rejoicing. Rejoicing because they have already heard those same words. The same words that even though they might die, they had hope in something else. All because they have heard, take it, this is my body. To the enlightened period, here we are, the age of reason, who gave the roots to the sciences and placing man in the, as, as the center of the universe, there in the midst of all the egocentrism, the same words that the martyrs were ready to die for, made their way with the same boldness, reaching as many hearts who were eager to hear them. Take it, this is my body. Not only has these words made their way through the human history, but also has transcended time itself, changing people's life day in and day out. Here we are, a young woman who has been busy cleaning her house. There's so much to do, and all she wants to do is just sit and relax and contemplate life. And to keep every secret she discovers in the secret of her heart. That young woman who was looking for a relaxing afternoon heard the same words from an angel saying, Take it, this is my body. And with a simple, unhesitant, she answered, Let it be done. And after that, her life changed completely. Here's a middle man, middle-aged man 
who likes to always do the right thing. He has read all the books to be read. He is trying to live a good life and so to become a good person. He became so well known that he was sent to capture, if need be, kill people who did not obey the law. But on his way to persecute those people, he heard those same words. Take it, this is my body. And after hearing those words, he'd rather be a fool and proclaim those same words to all the earth. Here's a young man who loves to party day in and day out. He steals apples not only because he needs them, rather he doesn't need those apples, but he steals them for the simple pleasure of not getting caught. Then after 30 plus years of living like a fool, he hears those same words while he read the Bible. Take it, this is my blood. And after that, he became the Bishop of Hippo, changing his life completely. Brothers and sisters, we don't have to be looking into the life of the saints in order to see how those words have changed them. What about us? Here's the mother, the father, and the grandparents who strive to live a life that can change themselves and change others because they have too heard those same words. Their constant plea to God the Father to bring their sons and daughters back home to protect them wherever they are. The grandparents who pray constantly for the family. The young woman and man who in the middle of this world still seek the Lord. Brothers and sisters, as we celebrate Corpus Christi, the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called too to hear the same words. Those words who are eagerly want to change us, who are eagerly want to recreate us. Those same words that were spoken for the first time in that upper room, a small room with only 12 men. Those same words now have made their way over 2,000 years across history only to dwell in your hearts. In a very short moment, we too, like the many saints and the people across time who are trying to configure their lives to these words, we will hear those same words. Brothers and sisters, there is no question of God's presence among us. The only question is, will you allow him to dwell in you, to change you and recreate you. And when the time comes where you need him, here, here's the divine prisoner of the tabernacle. He becomes a prisoner of the tabernacle in order to be available to us whenever we wish it allowed him to also become the prisoner of your hearts. Glory to his body and blood, now and forever.